You're listening to episode nine of the Master Your Mind, Business, and Life podcast. Today, I'm joined by Annie Massap. Annie is an expert in money and time healing. And according to Annie, there is always enough money and time when you are fulfilling your life purpose. Whew. When I read that statement on her website, I got chills. I know you're really going to enjoy today's episode, so tune in, turn it up, and let's go. with everyday world shifters, truth seekers, and rule breakers. Here's your host, Lauren Smith. Hey everyone, it's Lauren Smith. Thanks for tuning in for another episode. Today, I'm joined by Annie Masab. She is the founder of Money and Time Healing and the Money Time Wheel. She helps spiritual entrepreneurs develop the courage to ask and receive what they truly desire so that they get more money, time, and fulfillment. Annie, thank you so much for joining me today. Yes, I'm so honored that you will have me today. So thank you very much. I'm, I'm very pleased about it. Now, Annie, you're in the Netherlands, correct? Yes, I am. Yeah. <laughs> you know where the Netherlands is? I do, Yes. Oh, have you ever been here? I have not. No, I, maybe I should add that to my to my list. <laughs> yes. Okay. Well, I've heard if it's you beautiful. are there, just give me a call, then we can meet. <laughs> I absolutely will. <laughs> yes, great. So, before we dive in and learn a little bit more about what got you to this point in your journey, can you share with us what exactly is money and time healing? Yes, of course. Money time healing is a, a spiritual method with which you can receive more money, more time, and more fulfillment. And it's really intuitive and practical, both. So I'm a person, I like the intuitive part, but I also like to be with my both feet on the ground. And it helps you to align your life in business to your purpose, to your life task or your why. <laughs> there are a lot of words for it. And if you are aligned with your, with your purpose, then... Um, your life will be joyful and meaningful and your business too, of course. And it helps you to uh, make money and time decisions aligned with your purpose. And um, and um, my clients are spiritual entrepreneurs and they only can be successful if they are aligned to their purpose. Um, and of course, there are practical tools uh, also in it. Um, and you use your intuition and playfulness uh, in creating the money and time. And it consists of um, uh, healings. I do healings, readings, but also a lot of self-study uh, uh, methods. Uh, the money time wheel, we, we speak about it later. Um, but also very practical uh, exercise. Some things are, you will also... <laughs> It's not, uh, how do you say that it's totally uh, something different than uh, other coaches teach, but the approach is intuitive and that's a big difference. So, because a lot of spiritual entrepreneurs, they block themselves if they use mental methods huh, with talking and using their, their mind. And if you do it in an intuitive way, then... Um, it's their favorite and natural way of learning. So, wow. Um, and what very important is that I 
uh, cooperate with my spirit guides when I create the exercise, when I do the healings, when I do the readings. Uh, they also speak uh, when I give a presentation more as an inspiration than they give me their insights and their uh, point of views. And that's always very uplifting for, for me, for myself, and also for the listeners, of course. So, um, and it's very important to understand that money and time uh, also, also have energies. So if you just look at it from a material point of view, uh, well, that's money, that's time. But if you can consider them as energies and that they have a soul as well, then you can uh, communicate with them and then, it's, then you uh, have more, much more influence on the money you receive or attract and the time uh, you create for yourself. Well, wow, that's a really great way of thinking about it that I, I've never really thought of, that they each have their own energy to them. Yes, and uh, well, we come later to that, but I made a beautiful freebie for that. Uh, so that's uh, guided meditation in which you meet your money and your time spirit. And uh, it's really helpful. It's a shamanic, shamanic way of looking at things, Sham- shamans look at the world everything has a soul has an energy so our (laughs) computer has a soul our car has a soul our city has a soul uh, our table has a soul our cat has a soul and of course it's a different kind of soul than we have ourselves but if you look at and you can replace soul with energy of course but then uh, it gives so much opportunities to talk to your money spirit, to talk to your time spirit, to talk to your business. Your business has also a soul. So um, it gives so much opportunities. And also, of course, you can learn a lot from them. What do you need? What, uh, has, so it's not just something outside you which uh, you can't influence, but then you have a feeling I can influence it. I can attract more money. I can create more free time. Um, I can spend my time in a way that I feel in the flow and that I feel happy. So that's the good good point of it. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, th- I know that a lot of listeners, myself included, they probably need this in, in our lives. So Annie, tell us a little bit more about your personal journey and how you got to this point in your career. Have you always been a master of your own money and time? <laughs> no, <laughs> absolutely not. <laughs> and I also didn't follow my purpose. So, um, yeah, I have a long story. I, I was looking at your preparation sheet and uh, you said my listeners are mainly in the generation I, Y, and Z, I think I pronounced it right. Yes. So, well, <laughs> I'm probably a bit older, but I think a lot of your listeners can relate that um, I had a very exotic career. Uh, <laughs> I uh, have done so much. I was a vegetarian cook. I was a carpenter. I was an IC, uh, a computer manager. I was a sales trainer, management trainer. Well, and within uh, two three years, I got bored and I I found a new job. And I but I felt restless. And um, 
it was I was always looking for a new uh, challenge uh, until and well, I think 10 years ago everything crashed and I got very sick uh, I got a, a burnout and uh, then I started searching for the causes and I tr- discovered that I tried to solve too much rationally, especially when I was in the computer industry. <laughs> well, that are a lot of men's, a lot of, uh, yeah, thinking and rational <laughs> approach of things. And I didn't take my spirituality serious, serious, serious. Um, and I also discovered that I was high sensitive and that I didn't know how to deal with my energy. And I really felt drained. And I thought... I didn't, wasn't aware that I was high sensitive. But, okay, when I, I had to, I made a choice to, to trust my intuition and to make spirituality, and I also felt spirituality is essential in my life. Be, before that, I also did a lot of uh, personal growth courses and spiritual course, but it was strictly separated from my professional life. I thought I couldn't mention it in, especially in the computer industry that yeah. I was doing aura chakra healing and <laughs> body work. And well, so I kept it. This were really two separate worlds. And um, I made a decision when I was so ill, I set my spirituality. It's an essential part of my life. I choose to give it the place it deserves uh, I choose to trust my intuition. Uh, I accepted my high sensitivity. Well, that took some time, I must say, because it gave me so much trouble. High sensitive persons take over a lot of energy of their other persons. And yes. they feel more than others than when something is wrong in a, in business. I had very often had problems because I pointed, pointed out things that's not going right. And then people laughed at me, said, oh, don't, you are terrible. And so it brought me in a lot of problems. But so it took me some time to accept it. But um, when I did that, then I started my, I, before this uh, business, I had another business as an intuitive marketing coach. And that business well, I can't describe it in another way that it evolved or unfolded itself. I knew that it would be a profitable business, but I couldn't, I was still low in energy at that time, so I had to take it very easy. So I started to make guided meditations for to discover uh, for my clients-to-be what their niche was, what their what their clients should be, uh, what uh, their unique approach, and uh, I knew it would work, but that it would take some time. And my husband at that time said, "Can you do a meditation, and then can you discover your client from that, and can will you earn money with that?" I said, "Yes, you can. I will." <laughs> and he's well, he's a very grounded, very uh, how do you say that? Um, non, I don't know how to say that. 
he's not in the spiritual <laughs> non-spiritual yeah in a, in his own way but not in well the it's, he's not a woo-woo person let's right let's, okay that's a good way of putting it <laughs> yes um so it took me somewhat to develop my methods but it worked out and it, ex- actually it worked out so good because now uh, my client said oh we can do the marketing also in this way. I can use my intuition. I can use my creativity. I don't have to go to marketing courses where I sit on a chair and then the whole day we are talking, 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 and I have to listen, listen, listen. They get so tired of that kind of courses, which are okay courses, good courses, of course, if you are like to learn in that way. But if you are really an intuitive person, that's very hard so they were so relieved. And um, so I started my business as an intuitive marketing coach. And, well, that went uh, okay. And, but at a certain moment, I thought, I, I teach them to f- have marketing skills, to, to, to get, teach them marketing knowledge. But then I noticed some people know everything. They can do everything. They have the skills. But they they just don't do it. They don't take the action. Yeah. <laughs> and um, I found out that they were afraid, that there were a lot of fears for mm. visibility. It's very common fear, a fear for rejection, fear for success. Well, that sounds a bit strange maybe, but people, every entrepreneur wants to be successful. Every entrepreneur knows I people must know me. I must be visible because otherwise, people, uh, my clients won't find me. But the opposite, this how do you say that this? Um, what comes with it is, of course, if you are visible, there are always people, or the chances that people will laugh at you, will reject you, will be make nasty remarks, um, and especially in the the. My tribe from spiritual entrepreneurs, mostly they have a history with uh, uh, a lot of rejection. Not all, but a lot. A rejection in their youth because they were different than normal. <laughs> well, normal is just uh, a judgment, but right. more than what I mean, the, the normal people. So they have experienced a lot of rejection and problems some of them have severe traumas i also have Uh, i will come to that later and um so being visible is quite a scary thing because then it brings up all these fears of their youth uh of being rejected and um and then i started to give healings to my clients just as an experiment, I first did it on Facebook. Well, just see what happens. And well, 30 people reacted. It was a distance healing in a group. So, and well, it worked very well. And at a certain point of time, I thought, well, just let it put it in my newsletter. And uh, 300 people reacted. My God. <laughs> wow. My God, this is really something what people are waiting for and well this was all still all free and just an experiment and I also had to find out how 
does that work uh, on a distance? Because I, and in a group, I haven't hadn't learned it uh, that way, but it worked out very well. So it's it's I took it I uh, I did it in my office and uh, and at a certain point of time, my spirits told me. Uh, that I sh could solely focus on on healing, and that time I really didn't want it because I had to end a good running business mm. and to start a new business, and that's uh, almost two years ago. Um, so I had a lot of struggles with that because, well, sometimes the spirits, my spirit guys, tell me things I really don't want or really don't like, <laughs> and. Um, but um, yeah, at the end, I, I listened to them and I changed. I closed my business, marketing business, and started with money and time healing and uh, developed new services. And I still give the healings, of course, the group healings. Uh, I give readings. Uh, readings. Um, so that's uh, where I am. How, that's the story. And then other story is, of course, my own money and time story. Because um, in my previous business, I made good money. And also in my jobs before, I always made good money. But somehow, it also flew out <laughs> in the same speed as it came in. <laughs> and uh, then I just ended with working very hard for very little money. And when I started healing my clients... I, at a certain point of time, I felt, well, let's have a look. I'm at my own fears and my own blocks. <laughs> and um, I found out that I took uh, over a lot of energy from my father and my grandfather. Um, they, my father, father came from a very poor family. And my grandfather and my father... They had to work hard, very hard for little money, and they were also exploited by their bosses. Mm. I didn't know that. My father never told that, but and my father is already uh, to the spirit world. But well, I think a few years ago I spoke with my uncle, his brother, and he told all the stories about how poor they were and that they didn't have proper shoes and that they were exploited and it was really, well, it was very emotional because at a certain point he started crying. He really started crying because of the memory of how poor they were. Mm. And, uh, and then I understood, oh, I received the message from my father, you must always work hard for your money. And you are an exploiter if you earn a lot of money in little time. So that's, and although I knew what I should do to earn, to have a lot of free time and earn good money and serve my clients well, I didn't do it because of this limiting belief. And, uh, well, I healed that myself. I did inner child work. I did, uh, I received uh, spiritual uh, healings from my mentor at that time. So uh, I did a lot of inner work on that area and still do because uh, that's also maybe a good thing to know, know for your listeners 
that the journey you take every time you grow, uh, at a certain point of time, you hit your upper limit. And the upper limit is the amount of joy, energy, money, health. It can be all areas in your life. You have an upper limit you allow yourself to have. And if you are growing personally and spirituality, you will hit at a certain point of time your upper limit. And it's a good thing to know that there is something like that. And you will notice it. Well, uh, very often people sabotage themselves. For instance, everything seems to go all right. So the money goal comes in and their health is good. They have a good relationship. Their children are happy. And suddenly they get an accident or they get a, they will have a fight with their husband about something trivial because they hit their upper limit. And I, and, and I also still growing. So I hit my upper limit also from time to time. Um, so, and it can show up as, as a health problem. I, I think a few weeks now, I think two months ago, I, everything went okay. But somehow um, I get very short in breath and I think, oh my God, now my health, because it's something like communicating vessels. I don't know if you have know that principle that you have vessels or containers who are connected with each other and there is water in it. And if in one container the water goes up, in another one it goes down. So that's a bit the principle with the upper limit that um, as soon as a lot of areas in your life are improving and you hit your upper limit, then one area you, you are sabotage yourself because then the total of abundance will be the same as your upper limit. And, mm. uh, and that's very good to realize because every spiritual entrepreneur wants to improve her of himself and but then at a certain point you find that you can hit an upper limit because you can raise it of course again you will hit if you hit your upper limit and you will uh, very often you will feel there's a limiting belief behind it uh, I'm not worth I'm not worthy to receive so much abundance or now I earn more than my mother or my father or I now I, well, it is just about money then, and now I earn more than I ever earned in my corporate career. Well, that kind of thoughts can, and I can handle that. So if you become aware of that limiting belief or other things which might be the case, then you have, well, they have solved half of the <laughs> limit problem because the awareness is always key, of course. And uh, so it's a continuous story. And this is, uh, well, what happened in the past. Uh, and uh, yeah, it's, so I had a lot of money and, well, more time-related problems. But money and time is very much connected to each other, Um that's why it's money and time healing because when you are starting entrepreneur, you don't have enough money. So everything is about, uh, I want to have 
more clients, more clients, more clients. But as soon as you, when you have more clients, you will see, oh, that now I uh, don't have any t- free time anymore. Wow. Yeah, <laughs> that is exactly true. I had um, the same, a very similar thing. I I was working, you know, nonstop. I had so many clients that I, I hit that burnout spot. And yeah. I realized that I was, I then was just lacking joy because I was giving all of my time and all of my energy. And I'm a very highly sensitive per- person too. I'm an empath. So yeah. if, if a client was, you know, I get on a call with them and they were having a bad day and I just felt their negative energy, it would really just shake up and throw off my entire day. Yeah. And for me, it started with, getting rid of, um, I'll call them the bad eggs for whatever reason that we weren't aligning with, um, had to let go of that energy first. But I, I too, I got sick actually at the beginning of this past year. And, um, and really I went to the hospital and all the doctor could really lead it back to because I'm not overweight. I'm not older. Like anything that would have naturally caused this he ruled out except for stress. And, um, he's basically just like, you know, you, you're killing your body right now with the amount of stress that you have. So having to take a step back and look inward of what is causing all of this in my life. It's mostly things that I brought onto myself that I had to then release. Yeah. Wow. Well, that's good that you (laughs) uh, made that, uh, investigation into yourself because, but um, very often, if you have done that in the past, you don't remember anymore that you have done it yourself and that you didn't set your boundaries. It's one of the most difficult things for entrepreneurs to say no. Oh, uh, that healthy your boundaries. Because they think, oh, my clients will go away. Uh, oh, they won't like me. Uh, very, especially female <laughs> entrepreneurs. Yes. Uh, they have big problems with that. They won't like me anymore. And, uh, and yeah, especially when you are a spiritual entrepreneur, it's not only your knowledge and your skills what helps you people, but also your, especially your energy. Yes. And if your energy is low or are you are, when you are not taking care of yourself, then your energy will have a lower vibration and you can't help your clients not mm-hmm. that that good as, as you could do. So, but... Um, yes. We are learned, we have learned to, well, a lot of them, we are givers and uh, it's really difficult to set these boundaries and put yourself first, but it's really... The only thing you can do, and uh, and another thing is about the giver is to be a, be a born giver is receiving is the opposite movement as it allowing people things to money and abundance to 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 come to you and for a lot of spiritual entrepreneurs uh, who are so used to give it's uh, difficult difficult to. To practice the art of receiving, I always say it's an art, <laughs> absolutely. And uh, so, yeah. Well, that's, that's a great journey. Um, okay, so I know we kind of touched on the money time wheel. Can you dive into that a little bit more and what that tool is? Yes. Um, yeah, that's really funny how that, that's also 
Um, yeah, things just unfold themselves. I was, um, of course, I'm looking also to to other methods, and what I saw in the market, which of course are also very good things, as money archetypes and that kind of things, but what. I felt I would like to create something more dynamic, more not like oh you are a such type or a so type or uh, and that and it, I already had in my previous missions I made um, I uh, made a, a simple form of the medicine wheel or the wheel of life maybe you know it from the traditional folks from america the indians and yes. it's it's the medicine wheel it's it's you put it on the ground on the floor you walk it and you can walk it with a, a, a question and um and then the it's really intuitive and you will receive the questions from by walking the wheel um, and at a certain point of time I and that's yeah I always thought I was such maybe if I need to tell I always thought I'm such a genius I made such beautiful meditations at such clever <laughs> methods <laughs> and uh, at a certain point of time I followed um, a, a mediumship course a short one a workshop it was about finding your guys some years ago. And uh, then we met our oh, some of our guys. And then I thought, well, I, I knew I know this guide. I think they, I feel these guys help me to create my meditations and do my coaching. So <laughs> it's a cooperation. So <laughs> it's a spirit world. <laughs> And now I know the feeling. Okay, now they are coming in and I'm feeling really inspired and everything goes in a flow. And and that was also with this money time wheel. Suddenly I felt, oh, I can adapt the money time, uh, the medicine wheel, especially to money and time. And I made a very simple version because the real medicine wheel is very complicated and very has a lot of layers and i will of course i i very grateful that they the 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 tribes the traditional tribes gave us this uh, wisdom but i created it and it's um you lay it out out on the floor and it works with the four seasons with spring summer fall and winter and everybody can relate to a season even if you live in a climate where there is no winter everybody knows oh how winter will feel and you just feel uh, there's actually an, an, uh, an uh, meditation on my website so um, I forgot to tell you in the preparation so people can feel it for themselves. But you really walk it and you feel, okay, this is how winter feels. This is how spring feels. The external seasons, huh? you see a landscape with snow, etc. Um, and then you feel within because we are also part of nature. So we have our inner seasons. Mm. And our business also has seasons. For instance, if you have an idea 
to start a new product or a new service that's really connected to spring. Spring is about new, ide new ideas, new insights, experimenting. And, uh, and it's possible that one product is in the spring season. And another product is in summer. You, you are uh, implementing. And uh, it's also, of course, so you have your own inner seasons and your business has its inner seasons. And the key is that you can walk it and really feel, okay, what is the best action to do now? Because, I'll give you an example. If you are in your inner winter and you don't know what direction to take with your business, you feel, okay, I worked for a few years with my clients I enjoyed it, but now they drain me. I don't like to work with these clients anymore. Or I don't like to work with this method anymore. But I don't know what to do instead. And what a lot of people do is they start running around and trying everything, all kinds of services. And offering this and offering that. And at the end, they are burned out. Um, But really what it requests, and if you are in a such a period in your business, that you go within and you stay in your winter energy, connect with your higher purpose. What is my purpose on earth? What want, do I want to contribute? And from there, finding your new direction. So you can really feel that in your body, and it makes also use of your wisdom of your body. Otherwise... Uh, a lot of spiritual entrepreneurs tend to, oh, I start to think about uh, their challenges in their business and they sit behind their computer and really this money time, will you walk it on the floor, you have to go uh, out from your computer and you just feel, is this winter, is this summer, is this, what is needed at this moment? And um, the money is, of course, in the time um, in the winter energy, money and time do, don't exist because that's a timeless energy. It's really connect. It's meditating. It's the wisdom of your spirits, the wisdom of your soul. Um, and it's really slowing down and be, and, and be in the being energy. And... But when you feel, okay, now it's time to go to spring, for instance, I want to create new ideas, I want to experiment things, um, and then money and time exist, but only in your head, because these are only ideas. Um, and when you go to summer, you implement your actions, well, you have to invest money, you have to invest time to, to earn money later on and to create more time later on so and, and summer is also the season of overcoming your fears before for instance to become visible to uh, overcome your fears to be rejected um, and then the, the the autumn or the fall is the season it's a really complicated season but the very important one for instance is harvesting Harvesting your money, harvesting your free time, and harvesting your purpose. Uh, because you have done a lot of actions. And it's 
very important to feel, have I accomplished a part of my higher purpose? And that will give you a big feeling of fulfillment. If you feel, okay, I've done a lot of work. I had a lot of ideas. I implemented some of them. Uh, and it gave me so much fulfillment because I work with the clients I like to work with. I do it in my own way. Um, and of course, the, the money. Did it give me money? Um, and did it give me free time? Or did I, the time... Did, that I invested, did I did it? Did it feel joy? Uh, did I feel joy when I I worked? So, yeah, that's in short what the money time wheel is. And what I like about it is that it's really a body. Uh, how do you say that? Um, what's the word of Kine- kinetic? I think kinetic. Yes. <laughs> kinetic and but also very practical, very practical. Yes. That's a really great tool. I, I'm, I want to learn more about this <laughs> because okay. I, I think that it, it could really help me as well because I do feel that there are seasons of life and seasons of business so that it makes a lot of sense to me at the Money Time Wheel. Yes, it is, absolutely. And um, yeah, so I'm happy you, you like it. And uh, I, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a totally... A unique approach and um, uh, yeah so I'm I'm so happy that I did it with together with my spirits I I cannot say it I'm not that genius <laughs> 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 well of course I have the talents otherwise I couldn't do it but it's really and it's so fulfilling to do it together with them and well, you know it for yourself probably when you are in that flow when you feel everything goes easy and smoothly and you are so inspired and time flies by but you don't feel you have you don't feel to, that you are working it's just so energetic and joyful so yeah. that's that's how I like that's why I like to work with them <laughs> oh I love that so I know that some people who may be listening they might be on the beginning of their spiritual path um, yeah. I like to believe that there's four key points of growth so your intellectual growth your emotional growth your physical growth and your spiritual growth how can someone who may not be in tune with their spirituality, or maybe they don't see that money and time is a problem for them, how can they identify their pain points within money and time? Yeah, I must confess, I must confess that when I started my business, my previous business, and then I followed um, uh, a business course, co- coach uh, education. And then the teacher spoke about money mindset. I think, what the hell she's talking about? <laughs> I didn't understand it. And I must confess that I had some problems with her vision. And so I just closed myself for that. And I didn't do anything with it. Um, and I thought, well, I just teach my clients about the marketing skills and uh, marketing knowledge. But then I found out I had to do something with the money mindset. Um, So um, what they can ask themselves is 
just very simple about their youth. What have they, what messages did they uh, receive from their parents about money and time? And uh, actually, do I have, yes, I have a great freebie for that. I didn't mention, but um, you can just go back and you can write it down if you don't, uh, still starting with the intuitive, uh, your intuitive <laughs> uh, journey. Uh, just write it down. What, what were the words your parents used when it came to money and time? My father used to say, uh, when the ship with money arrives, you can get what you really want. Uh, because when I asked for something, what would cost a lot in his point of view? And this ship with money never arrived. <laughs> Just like money doesn't grow on trees. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or doesn't grow on my back. Well, right. that's one. So, um, or uh, what's that? The devil, if you don't work, that's the devil um, ear ground or something like that. I don't know what the expression is. So if you don't work hard all the time, then the devil will... Then the, the then it's that's not good. That's not good. So you should always always be in action. And so just look at your history, your money and time history from your parents. What messages did you got? And also be aware: do you still live according that messages? And if some messages are, of course, empowering and healthy. Um, but there are also uh, beliefs or messages you got which limit you. Um, for instance, um, I had a client and she was she had so much problems when doing offering her services when she had to make the sales huh, in in a in a conversation. She, her throat closed down and she like this. Yeah. <laughs> and she heard the message from her parents. Uh, she, she was not allowed to be enthusiastic and she was not allowed to speak when they sat, sit at the dinner table and were eating. And she wanted to tell, oh, la, 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 slow, close down, slow down, shut up, uh, be modest, be, you know. And that's really... Uh, holding her back from, from doing her offers, making the sales. So she, she just had a little money. So uh, I think that's for someone who starts, that would be a very good starting point because a lot of the messages from your youth, um, especially when they are uh, you are not aware of them, still rules your behavior and can limit you. Um, oh, that's, that's so true. I think that's a message that I, I'm picking up more and more through everyone I talk to that a lot stems from our childhood. And regardless if it's an experience that we had, something our parents told us, the way that we were raised really impacts our adulthood. And yes. a lot of times it's almost undoing some of those things that happen in our childhood or lessons that we were told or how to act, how to, how to speak. One thing I, I have been starting to do at the end of the podcast is if you could tell our listeners one thing to take with them today, one profound statement, what would you want it to be? 
Yes, that's about the purpose. Mm -hmm. If you really live your purpose, and that's, <laughs> I will keep it short, but this this of course uh, uh, really doing also the scary actions because <laughs> that's the hardest part of it. But if you live your higher purpose, uh, you will get always the money and time for that because the universe wants you to fulfill your purpose. Mm. And they will give you all the means, all the resources, including money and time to achieve it. Wow. That is powerful. I love that. What a great message. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> well, Annie, will you tell our listeners how they can learn more about you and money and time healing? Yes. Uh, I will spell it out because I have a bit of a difficult name, I guess. Um, my website, you can just visit my website and it's the name of myself and I will spell it. Annie, it's A-N-N-I-E and Masop, I pronounce it on Dutch, uh, it's M-A-S-S-O-P. This is my website and you can uh, see there is a, a great, the money time spirit meditation you can request. And another thing, another free resource is, which is absolutely great group on Facebook, Circle of Abundance. Well, very, very easy, Circle of Abundance. And uh, we have a very active and engaged and loving group uh, with uh, masterclasses, speakers, all kinds of activities, with all with spiritual entrepreneurs, also starters or people who consider to start so you don't have to be a very advanced uh, spiritual entrepreneur and also people who entrepreneurs who just start with their spiritual journey you are all welcome oh wonderful i'm gonna have to join that group i just wrote it down so i can join it when we jump off oh, our call great. yeah i'm looking forward to it yes oh well wonderful thank you again annie for a great and educa educational conversation i really value your time and your expertise Yes, thank you very much. Before we call it a wrap on today's episode, I have a few super awesome stats that I want to share with you. Not only is this podcast being listened to in 28 states, but we're now in 10 countries. So shout out to all the listeners in the United States, Sweden, Spain, United Kingdom, Canada, India, Netherlands, Ecuador, Turkey, and Germany. You guys are the reason that this podcast exists. Thank you so much for all of your love and support. Remember to share this podcast with a friend or two. Let's add some more countries and states to the list. Let them know that you can find the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play Music, Anchor, and Podbean. And for full episode notes and links to Annie's websites and channels, you can go to my website, mindbizlife.com. Don't forget that I'm on Instagram at, at mindbizlife. I also just revived an old Instagram account that's for my business. That's at Lauren Smith Biz. It's a little bit more personal, so you can connect with me on there as well. And if Instagram isn't your thing, you can find me on Twitter at MindBizLife, or you can join the private Facebook group. Simply search Master Your Mind, Business, and Life. I'll see you back here next week. And until then, remember, every level of life is an opportunity to grow. Be well, my friend.